Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. ESPN Radio. Don't worry, I'm not dancing to the sports center. I can hear the music through the glass. I got my door open. This is the eternal uh, battle at Missoula Broadcasting Company. It doesn't matter how hot or cold it is around here. I'm hot. That's it. That's all. This room's hot. It's always hot. <laughs> I don't care if it's the middle of February. Maybe I'll change my tune if we get a little negative 20 this year, which, by the way, I am rooting for hard. And if you don't like that, I don't really uh, know what to tell you. If you want to be a real Montana and you got to experience a little negative 20, we need about two and a half weeks in a row uh, for all you new folks to really get the, the full dose of what it's like to be a, a Montana. And anyways, I got the door cracked so I could hear the music. So I was dancing in the incubus while the, the uh, sports center is playing. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the uh, ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and proud to say so. Cal Poly in town. By the way, about 25 minutes from now, we have tickets to the Cal Poly at Montana game Saturday night, Washington Grizzly Stadium, 6 p.m. We will be on the air here on ESPN Radio uh, from... 4 until 5.30, leading up to the 6 o'clock kick. So come hang out with us. We'll be down uh, pretty much all afternoon down there, probably starting about 3 o'clock at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot uh, adjacent to the walking bridge on the University of Montana campus um, doing our college game day pregame show. So come hang out with us. we got the Badlanders serving drinks, have all sorts of fun different booths for you to check out and uh, get your fix, get your pregame fix of Grizz football. We have tickets to that game coming up about 5.30 as well, uh, so stay tuned for that. Well, it's time now for our ESPN roundtable, and we welcome in an old friend, but the first time we've interviewed him uh, since he became the head coach at Cal Poly in the scope of this season, at least. It's Bo Baldwin. He's the head coach of the Mustangs. They make their way to Missoula on Saturday. Coach been around for the league for a really long time. Got to know him well when he was at Eastern Washington and happy to have him back in the league. Coach, thanks for being here, man. First of all, how's life in San Luis Obispo? That sounds like a pretty good place to live, if you're asking me. Yeah, there's a lot of good about uh, living in flow. There's no doubt. 
So, uh, no, it's family loves it. Great people. So, uh, yeah, really do enjoy uh, the community for sure. Well, let's talk first and foremost about uh, your season so far. I know you guys have been in some close games. Wins have been tough to come by, though, there at Cal Poly in your second year, still looking for that first conference victory. So uh, what have you liked about the growth of your team so far? Just take us through how you guys have gotten to this point coming into November. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought, especially if you were to just go back to basically, you know, let's call it the first half of the season, the first six games of the season, I think you saw a ton of growth from where we were a year ago. You know, to go on the road twice and basically play one score games. Obviously you want to, you know, be able to finish them, especially the NAU game. Idaho State, we didn't play great, but we fought our way back. Um, And then to play a really close game at home versus Eastern Washington. Those are some games that I'm not sure we could have played three games in a row that close a year ago. So that was definitely progress. But at the same time, it's, it's obviously painful not being able to finish the deal. Um, since probably the Eastern game and even going into the Eastern game, you've started to feel a little bit depleted from an injury standpoint, especially on defense, to where now we just have to really investigate, okay, is that just bad luck? Or do we have to do a better job and find some good solutions on what we need to do from January to August to make sure our bodies are in a good position? as you're starting to hit that seventh, that eighth, that ninth week of the season. So those are things where um, when you say it's not that I don't like that about our team, but that's something that we have to really look at and say, if we have this many guys not suiting up in week eight, week nine, then what do we have to do differently in the entire eight or nine month off season, you know, to avoid that happening a year from now. That's such a uh, interesting deal too, because I think, I mean, all college football coaches are always looking for ways to, maximize their guys and keep them in the best physical condition you possibly can and uh so what what are some of your theories behind that i mean it, it is sort of a moving target right and sometimes it just comes down to pure luck but i mean how do you go about sort of uh, maximizing and cultivating that within your team yeah there's no doubt that sometimes you're at the luck of you know uh you know certain injury type years and and other ones that aren't you're always gonna have some i mean let's just be honest it's football but the percentage that we've had and the number of guys and some of the injuries, I think we have to look past the luck part and look into, okay, what are things we can do truly differently? What are things we can do? And, and the biggest thing I would say is, is honestly, it's just it's your size and your strength. When you look at some of our body types, um, they were recruited guys. We battled in recruiting with a lot of these guys. So a lot of the same programs you know, want the same guys you know, that we do. But then when you see some of these other programs that have been established a little longer or, you know, whatever nutrition programs, those things, their guys look a little different year three, year four. And that's where we have to look at it and go, okay, how do we have to change their calorie intake for the next eight months? How do we have to change what we're doing, you know, to make sure if this guy's at 280, he's got to be 300, you know, otherwise it's just not going to last, you know, And, and even just some of the skill guys and just their armor just what their shoulders look like, what those, you know, we're just a little thin in spots. We're talented, in my opinion, young talent, um, but we're just a little bit, we don't have that armor, you know, just those, just those, you know, added muscles to the shoulders, to the thighs, to whatever. And with that comes easier injury when your body starts wearing down um, midway through a long season. 
Bo Baldwin, Cal Poly head coach, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's our ESPN Roundtable for the week, presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Need a place to watch the Grizz game Saturday night? Head on over to Paradise Falls. they got a bunch of food and drink specials for you. 3621 Brook Street here in Missoula. Uh, coach, it's so interesting, too, when you talk about sort of the offseason development. So much of that stuff takes uh, – re- it obviously takes the vision to do it, but also the resources to do it as well. So uh, do you have confidence and faith that now that you kind of identified that, that you'll be able to, to put it into action? with the, the support you have there at Cal Poly? I definitely do. I mean, it's, you know, I, I get it that right now certain areas within our facilities aren't quite what they're about to be here in another year, you know, a year and a half, because we have a huge vision here, president, athletic department, administration that is all on board with us taking that next step. But even where we are right now, we definitely do. We have people out there raising money for our nutrition program, raising money for our, you know, protein and calorie intake. Um, we have a strength coach that, and, and, uh, and also uh, athletic training staff that is freaking great. I mean, our strength coach is new here. I love him to death, and he's going to be able to get another full year with them. So I 100% have confidence in that. It's just some of them, like I said, still, you know, football definitely isn't an overnight-type deal. You know, unless you go take a bunch of transfer portal guys, it's tough sometimes to do something within that, you know, overnight. Last year was our true first year of a true offseason. So – um, and Cal Poly is just not a place where you're going to start bringing in a bunch of transfers. A lot of times, you know, their, their credits don't transfer over the grades that, so, which I'm fine with. I like the idea of doing it the right way. You just, you know, I shouldn't say the right way. I like the idea. And it's what I, honestly, it's what I knew at Eastern of taking the 18 year old and, uh, you know, and, and being able to build them. We just know sometimes you got to be a little bit more patient when you're doing that because you're going to go through some some youth. But I think in the end result down the road, you can truly create a long-term, you know, consistent culture. You mentioned your time at Eastern, and you had such great success there. Won a national championship in 2010 and a handful of Big Sky Conference championships. Really got the Eagles to be sort of the, the team to beat in the Big Sky Conference. When you left Eastern in 2016, then you come back to the Big Sky uh, in 2020 there, I guess the spring, that spring season, um, how much has the league changed? I mean, what is your perception of the, the Big Sky Conference now compared to uh, your time at Eastern Washington previously? I think it's changed quite a bit. And I think it's changed in the, you know, some of the style has changed, no doubt. You know, it's definitely not just high flying. I mean, you're seeing it now. So many teams are creative with how they're running the ball. You know, they're physical football teams. And, uh, you know, it's, it used to be kind of, you know, a little more spread out and some fast break and, and that stuff. But now it's it's definitely you know, uh, there's a physicality, which I think a lot of our teams now can match up, you know, in the playoffs and, and certain, and we were able to do that too at Eastern. Don't get me wrong, you know, and match up and win playoff games. But I just think we're in a spot right now where I'm impressed by the physicality and some of the style and some of the things people are doing and the creativity of this league too. Um, the coaching is at a all time high. And quite honestly, the, every program you feel like is truly ascending, you know, and the hard part is half the teams every week are going to take a loss. You know, every every fan base says, why aren't we the ones on the winning side now? But, but in this conference, it's tough. And every week, you know, 50% of the teams are going to lose. But every program I really feel like is ascending. And what I mean by that is who they've hired, the money they're investing, the facilities they're putting in. You know, you're seeing it everywhere throughout the league. So if you're not doing that, you're going to be in deer. Even if you are doing it, you're still in for a battle every week and a battle every season. But if you're not doing it, you really stand no chance, 
you know, because there's just too many good programs, great programs, great coaching staff, and great money and time being invested into these programs and these student-athletes because uh, it's important. So I do. I see it at a higher level than during my time there between 2008 and 2016 in a lot of ways. Well, Baldwin joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Is it because it has sort of gravitated toward – I guess back toward being a really physical conference. You look at some of the top teams in the conference, like Weber State, Montana State, and I mean, even Sac State, one of the big things that they've got going this year, not only can they spread you out, but they can also run the ball right at you as well. So is that more challenging to build because it does take so many more different parts? Or or I guess what's sort of the the give and take? Because you guys had it rolling so well at Eastern when you had such a high-flying spread offense. And then I think a lot of people tried to mimic that, but it seems like the pendulum, as always, in football, especially college, football it always swings back and forth so uh, is it more difficult to, to sort of keep up with this style or what's your perception of that yeah i just think it uh you know it probably takes more time sometimes to build your program you know you usually you need uh to run that style you know what i mean unless like i say unless you're getting 22 year old transfers in and everything because the style you're talking about requires serious physicality serious size and strength you know what I mean? And, and serious, you know, junior and senior type, usually type type of teams that can do that, um, that can really, you know, tr- truly wear on guys, out physical guys, grown men that have been in a college weight room for three, four or five years. And that's what you're seeing with some of those top teams, um, you know, in that way. So it does. It's you got you have to be patient. But when you do, you create a style of play that can travel. You know what I mean? It can go anywhere. Sure. They can face, face up against anybody. So it's, it's impressive. But I even go back to my Eastern days, probably with the exception of 2016, when we had kind of a crazy run with those three wideouts, you know, two of which went on. But outside of 2016, even 14, definitely 13, and even back to 2010, you know, we were still about 50-50. Right, ran the I mean, ball we well, for sure. I mean, we were running the ball with Taiwan Jones. We were running the ball with Quincy Forte, Mario Brown. And when I'd go back and look at the numbers, I know in 2013, which I consider one of our best teams, if not the best I was a part of, even though they didn't win at all, we were truly, we were almost dead on 50% run, 50% pass. So even though Vernon threw for absolutely a ton of yards, people forget, and that's what they remember, but they truly forget we were very balanced. You know, and we would get in two tight end sets. You know, and that's still what I want to build here is, yeah, it's quote-unquote high-flying or that, but I definitely don't want to rely on the pass as much as I am right now, you know, statistically, because that can become tough on an offense and you can never really get a good rhythm. Rhythm is created through running game. You know, at the end of the day, any rhythm offense is created through running game to set everything else up. So that's something that, uh, you know, I'm working to build here too. You know, but but we still, you know, we're still always going to be able to come back in games and and find ways to throw the ball because I'll I'll never leave that aspect of what we do either. Well, Baldwin here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, Cal Poly, his squad coming to Missoula uh, on Saturday to take on the Montana Grizzlies. A uh, coach, last big picture question here before we get into some stuff about this uh, this matchup. What are the biggest challenges you think you have? that you're facing at Cal Poly? Because I know it's been talked about ad nauseum, just about, you know, going from the triple option to, a, you know, a more modern traditional style offense. And, and that obviously comes with a whole roster overturn. Um, but where, where, where do you think you guys are at just in terms of the rebuild? What are the challenges maybe expected and unexpected that you've faced so far these first couple of years? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, a couple things, you know, come with that. We, You know when you go from, first off offensively, you go from triple option to gun spread or, you know, and we're still getting in some pro-style stuff as well in under center, but any sort of traditional offense from triple option offense. I mean, first off, your linemen. I mean, when we came in here, I love them to death. They were all great kids. Working on, but you had, you had 19 centers, <laughs> you know, and no tackles, you know, just size-wise. Because they're scramble blockers, they're you know they were recruited here to run the triple. They're all six two, you know, in that piece. So that you got to really, I mean, you're just flipping that whole piece. And if you think you can go find transfer alignment in the portal, good luck because everybody wants them and is looking for them, you know. So they just really don't exist. So again, you got to build those from the ground up, you know. So that's been one of the biggest challenges. We're probably more ahead of it in finding a, you know, a few quarterbacks that we really like and bringing them in and developing them and and even starting to sign some receivers, you know, that I was told, ah, it's going to be hard to do. I don't agree with that. I think we can do that. But the O-line takes building, you know, so that's where it's like we're still we're still a serious work in progress in building to the size and strength, you know, that we need to run our, you know, style offense. And then just in general, whenever you have new, on both sides of the ball, you have a new system, you have new things in place, you have new ways you're doing things. Um, again, it, it, it just takes some time. So that's been... The biggest challenge has been the fact that we came in at a time where we got so interrupted that you've had a lot of stopping and starting. You know, you had a lot of stopping and starting during that first year, year and a half, really. And now we're finally feeling like last off season, we were starting to feel like it's supposed to. And then coming up here in January, getting into this one, you're going to feel like you don't have as much of that starting and stopping and they can really feel what it is to lay the foundation. Um, so, but but with that being said, it's you can do things really right and do things and, and tackle all these challenges, and you're still going to be up against a freaking juggernaut of a conference. It's just the way it is. And uh, but we're excited about that challenge. Well, the challenges uh, keep on getting tougher as you come to Missoula on Saturday night. So just tell us about the matchup with the Grizzlies. I mean, Montana running this very high pressure, uh, swarming defense run of the ball as well as anybody in the country. So when you look on the film, what do you think specifically of the Grizz defense? I think they're freaking electric. And I think they're physical. And I think they play with, you know, tremendous speed. Um, they feed off playing at home too. Not that they don't play great defense on the road, but, you know, playing great defense at home is even, you see it show up even more. And, uh, you know, for us, that'll be, we'll have to, you know, we'll just have to be on point. We'll have to understand that they're going to make some plays, too. I mean, they are an impressive defense, both talent, both effort. Um, and that's something I've always respected about Coach Howe. To me, his teams, and I remember seeing them all the way back before I was the head coach, they always, you know, I know sometimes they might, you know, his records are pretty damn good for a lot of years, Coach Howe, and they still are. You know, but regardless of whatever his record is or what they are, you just always feel like you're you're seeing the same consistent stuff out of his guys. You know, and there's there's never a motor being turned off. There's never a playoff, and they they play it that way. So I'm just I'm just extremely impressed. Um, you know, just with what I'm seeing both uh, schematically, they're able to give you a chaotic look, but still be in the right position. And that's uh, that's a tribute to both players that understand what they're doing, even what you know a lot of different looks they give, and and the coaching that they're getting to. When it comes to your quarterback, uh, it seems like Spencer Brash has emerged as the guy, and I know you had some history with him before coming back to Cal Poly. Um, what's uh, what do you like about him at the quarterback position, and and what sort of challenge is this for him, just in just in terms of identifying stuff pre-snap, and and also just going through, uh, you know, the aggressive man stuff that Montana does on the outside. 
Yeah, you know, for Spence, I think one of the, the biggest things I like about him is he can turn two really quick. He can get the ball out of his hand really quick, you know, he, and he can throw off some different platforms, and he can throw it from hash to sideline, you know, and he can make some of the big boy throws. So he can make the big boy throws, and he can get it out of his hand quick, um, you know, like I said, off different platforms. And the challenges are what just what you said. I mean, I think he's going to have to understand – um, you may not always understand. It may take right at the snap to understand where exactly it's coming from, but it's going to be important that he does. That, you know, even if it's you know pre-snap, pre-snap, and boom, the snap it's changing. He's got to know where that's coming from. You know how it's being protected, which we're working on, and obviously also just where I need to go with the football. You know, and why I need to go here with the football because it is a uh, if they get you double clutching at all, right? If they get you holding on to that ball at all, you know, you're probably going to get hit, you know, and uh, you're probably going to get hit anyway, you know, in a lot of situations. But we want to do everything we can to get that ball out of his hand. And on the other side, Montana last couple weeks has had sort of a different game plan than they did early on in the year. Uh, first one they were playing sack, I think they really wanted to control it, and then they lost their quarterback, so they kind of had a scramble. And then last week against Weber, uh, Montana playing with a backup quarterback, so it's sort of, certainly a different style there as well. How challenging is it to prepare for a team when you've seen sort of multiple styles on film? It is tough. You know, and talking to our D staff and sitting down with it, they're, you know, they're, they're you know, you hear certain things, you're planning for possibly the starter being back, but you're also looking at that. But again, it's it's just you don't want to feed your kids with too much of um, different things. And, and you, you know, it's kind of that adage, if you see too much, you're going to see nothing. So you want to try to, you know, you're showing them, and you you, you can't predict which quarterback's going to play, you know, for sure, because you're hearing different things about possibly the starters back and everything that way, and that's fine. You just got to watch their offense as a whole, you know, and see, okay, even though they did some different things this week, this is something that they've been doing lately. This is something they were doing with the starter a few weeks back. You know, and we got to be prepared and just, you know, hone in on our rules. So um, it, it's one of those things you, you you try to do everything you can to simplify their rules so it doesn't become, you know, almost an anxiety thing. Well, if they're playing this guy, we got to do this, this, and this. If they're playing this guy, we got to do this, this, and this. That can start to be, you know, some anxiety for, for the players rather than, hey, we're going to, doesn't matter who's playing against us. We're going to, again, stay with our rules. Here's some things they were doing with the backup quarterback that has been the starter recently. Here's some things they were doing with the starter. We're prepared for either, you know, and just get them in that, you know, just that calm, confident mindset. Cole Baldwin, head coach of Cal Poly. They play at Montana Saturday night. Coach, last thing for you then, what will be the keys for your team if you're going to come to Missoula and get a win? You know, it's, it's your typical keys when uh, whenever you come to Missoula, and probably in most college games, when you go on the road against a great team, we got to value that football. We have to. When we went up there last year, we turned it over, and we struggled on special teams. And part of the reason you struggle on special teams is because Coach Houck and that staff does a great job on special teams. We have to find a way to be better on special teams and not let that be something that lets the game get out of hand. And then, honestly, you just you have to value that football. If we have to give it back because of a punt once in a while, you know, it might be more than once in a while, but however many times, that's fine. But if we're giving them freebies, we threw an early pick six. If you remember, there were three non-defensive touchdowns in that game. You know, so that's or I'm sorry, non-offensive touchdowns in that game by Montana. And you can't do that against anybody, but definitely not against those guys on the road. So we have to value that football. We have to value the importance of special teams. And we have to, again, be able to control the football in a tough environment on offense, for sure.
He's Bo Baldwin. His team plays in Missoula on Saturday evening, 6 p.m. kick from Washington Grizzly Stadium. Coach, great talking to you again, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it, Colton. Thank you, buddy. Bo Baldwin. Been around the league for a really long time. Interesting talk there. Um, it really has. It's so interesting because the, the lightning that he caught in a bottle, I should say lightning in a bottle because they had such sustained success. The the formula that he was able to to harness and, and really accentuate during his time at Eastern Washington, I mean, he had a, a huge hand in sort of building it. I mean, when Mike Kramer was there in the late 1990s, they were throwing the ball around a little bit. And then when Paul Wolf took over uh, – and, and Bo Baldwin was their offensive coordinator. Then they started throwing the ball all over the place. And that really set the stage. They had that sort of established tradition when Baldwin took over as the head coach in 2008. But he took it to the stratosphere, recruiting and, and uh, developing some of the best guys at the skill positions in the history of the league. I mean, Eric Meyer, Matt Nichols, Vernon Adams, Bo Levi Mitchell. I mean, you look at the, the who's who of Big Sky Conference quarterbacks, Walter Payton award-winning and or finalists, All-Americans. I mean, basically, if you played quarterback at, at Eastern Washington from 2002 until last year, Eric Berrier, you were an All-American at least one time. I mean, they had just a string, like, like eight guys in a row. Look at the big sky passing all-time yardage lists and touchdown lists. It's all Eastern guys. And so much of that's Bo Baldwin. But the league, outside of Montana, Montana State really, uh, during Baldwin's run, was really trying to, to spread you out all over the place. And so they were just the best at that. And now the league is way more pro style, way more ground and pound, way more physical run game. Montana, their inability to, to run the ball phys- with physicality, especially this last month, hasn't been able to really pair with the, the great defense that they have, Montana State, they are running the ball so proficiently that it makes their defense look better than it actually even is. But it's just a ground-and-pound league now. So how does Baldwin's pretty similar strategy at Cal Poly uh, manifest itself? I'm just so interested to see, you know. Can you win the, the league by just throwing the ball over the yard? Like he said there, though, that some of their best teams at Eastern, and this has always been an underrated part that I'm always trying to remind you about EWU, is even when they were throwing for a million yards a game, it's because they were also rushing for about 200 yards a game, too. That's the thing that sets it all up. Uh, they've had some great running backs. They've had great offensive lines. That's where Baldwin needs to figure it out because he, he's got a good quarterback. I mean, Spencer Brash is a good quarterback at Cal Poly. They have a great receiver uh, in the Coleman kids, one of the leading receivers in the big sky. they got to be able to do other things, though. they got to be able to protect them. They need to be able to hang on the lines, and right now that's the thing that's lacking, as you heard Coach Baldwin say there. Uh, it's the, the fortitude uh, up front that's really holding Cal Poly back. Mustangs in town Saturday night take on Montana under the Washington Grizzly Stadium lights. Thanks to Bo Baldwin for joining us on our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls Prime Rib Night is back on Wednesdays, twenty ninety five for a full prime rib dinner. It's a hell of a deal. It's a big old cut of meat. So if uh, you're feeling hungry tonight or any Wednesday night, $20.95 for a full prime rib dinner every Wednesday at uh, Paradise Falls. Go check them out. 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. We're going to talk some Grizz football. Don't know what the status of practice is right now, but sometime in the next 30 minutes, we will hear from Trajan Cotton for our Grizz Star of the Week. We also have a pair of tickets to Saturday night's Grizz game for you. And we'll just break down the matchups upcoming in the Big Sky Conference. All that's next. Keep it right here.
Nuana's now ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. It is actually a really angsty and sad song when you listen to it. <laughs> when you're 13, you're just like angsting along. You don't really know. And uh, then you're actually listening to the lyrics as an adult. But a little offspring for you uh, on your Wednesday. We're trying to be uplifting around here. Looks like it's going to snow. Jack Weatherman told me it's going to be 19 degrees tonight. So uh, we're trying to make you happy. So then, of course, I'm picking depressing songs. But it's a banger, you know. We're just trying to, you know, get together here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app uh, coming to you live here on your Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Grizz are just finishing up practice. So we will have uh, Trajan Cotton joining us here in just a little while. But let's talk about the matchup uh, with Cal Poly. I think that a lot of the narrative around the Grizz skid these last several weeks has been Lucas Johnson, but I think that that masks the fact that Lucas Johnson didn't play very well. This is Montana's senior quarterback. He didn't play very well in the second half against Idaho State. He didn't play well at all against Idaho, and I think Montana's uh, offensive issues were rearing their ugly head uh, all month long even before this recent two-game road skid in which Johnson was hardly available, got knocked out in the second quarter against Sacramento State. But I think the Montana's sputterings on offense were a little bit more, uh, you could see them a little bit, even before Johnson got hurt. And, And so we haven't got a status update on Lucas Johnson this week. I do know that Bobby Houck said on Riley Corcoran's pregame show, uh, before the game, before the um, Weber State game on Saturday, that actually Johnson had been cleared and he was on the field dressed out in uh, warmups, but then he was in street clothes by the second half. So I think as a decoy, I had sources close to the program that said that Johnson would in fact dress out, but that he was in fact not available. And uh, so you just wonder though if he'll be available to, against Cal Poly. Either way, Montana has to figure out something. If Lucas Johnson is going to be the savior, it's a tough position to put him in and a tough position uh, to be in because he is a guy that runs around a little bit. So the chances of him getting knocked out, you just got to have somebody else that can go in and and function in a game and maneuver in a game. And, 
And I don't know why uh, Daniel Britt isn't that guy, Bobby Houck said after the game, because it's clear that Chris Brown's not that guy. So the guy, Bobby Houck said after the game on Saturday, the depth chart is what it is. And uh, I guess what I'm saying is Cal Poly has one of the worst offense, uh, defenses in the conference, excuse me. Mustang's given up 510 yards of total offense per game. Uh, they're giving up high 30s in points, uh, 37 exactly points per game, giving up almost 300 points this year. So uh, Montana's got to figure out a way to function against – I mean, Montana will have the the size and uh, physicality, strength advantage on, on offense and defense, both sides of the ball. And so they're just going to have to figure out a way to – to manufacture something. They're going to have to figure out a way to get some production out of their offense. they got to be better on first down. That's where it starts. You know, Bobby Houck, I, I said to him, I said, what uh, what's the thing that's limiting you guys the most? And he said, it's, it's running the ball. It's not the quarterback. It's the run game. So it sounds like we uh, have Trajan Cotton. So we will go now uh, to the Regich Brothers RV phone. Now it's time for our Grizz Star of the Week. It's presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. There's new fall styles in from the North Face uh, in stock at Bob Ward's. Check it out while supplies last. You can also, uh, these next two Saturdays, visit the North End Zone Stadium store for Bob Ward's on game day. Uh, it's there uh, on the north side of the Washington Grizzly Stadium. So go check out Bob Ward's in-stadium store. Bob Ward's has Missoula's best selection of all sorts of gear. You can always shop online as well at bobwards.com. Trezor Cotton joins us now here on Nuanas Now. Trezor, I haven't talked to you in a while, man. How's how's it going? How you been? Man, I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. How was practice today? Is it, I, I'm inside and I got the blinds closed. Is it snowing out there yet? Oh man, it was earlier. It was it was an icy one for sure. Uh, I was bundled up all practice. <laughs> we got through it though. When it changes like that, uh, it, always an interesting deal. Do you have any strategies? I mean, what are you doing to keep warm when the weather flips, especially because it can flip so quick in Montana? Well, I got the hand warmer on. I got to you got to do the latex gloves under your real gloves. All of it, leggings, two sets of leggings, two sets of uh, long sleeves, all of that. I mean, it gets cold, but you still got to go. <laughs> well, you're a California guy, so was this an acclimation process? Did this take a little while to get used oh. to? Oh, yeah. When I first got here, I thought it was crazy. I, I never – we had Lake Tahoe kind of close to Sacramento, but sure. living in the snow is, is, is different. <laughs> it's different. You got to drive in it and all that. So I really – it was a real rough adjusting period at first, but I'm good now. Well, that's good. Trajan Cotton joining us. He is a uh, junior uh, defensive back for the University of Montana. It's our Grizz Star of the Week. Uh, the Grizz play at home under the Washington Grizzly Stadium lights uh, this upcoming weekend against Cal Poly. Uh, Trajan, take us through the last couple of weeks. I mean, how have you guys been able to endure this? Because I know this is not what you guys expected, uh, but just talking to, to Robbie Houck and Malik Flowers on Monday, seems like uh, you guys still have the perspective that a lot is still out in front of you. So uh, what's these last couple of weeks been like for you, and, and what are the keys for you guys to get this thing back on track? Uh, yes, sir. I mean, it's, it's been a rough couple of weeks. Of course, we didn't uh, get the victories that we wanted. We want to win every game, man. So, you know, losing three in a row, it kind of hurts. But it just fuels us. It fuels us. We, we know what we have in this locker room. We know everybody is capable of – we haven't played our best game yet. And we won five games, and now we lost three. So we just have to play better. Everybody individually has to find something to get better at each day, each practice. So we're, we're kind of just pushing ourselves. Because we, 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 we know what our coaches expect from us, so now we just got to go out there and, and, and do it. 
such an interesting uh, perspective too, because you know, Coach Houck talks about that a lot. He talks about the, the the standard that's expected within the program, right? Are you playing up to your standard? Mm-hmm. And he, he he always says, if we're playing up to what we know our standard is, yeah. we're going to win every game. We're going to be able to beat everybody. So, I mean, what do you think have been the missing factors for you guys? I know defensively you guys have played really well, especially for long stretches. So, um, what, what's the thing that's been missing these last couple weeks? Uh, I think just explosives, everybody. We, we, we could play a great game, but, you know, when you look back at it, it's two, three real big plays that happened against yeah. us, the long run, the long pass, or something like that. So we just really have to limit explosives, stop the run, stop long passes, man. We just really just need to tighten it up. We just need to tighten it up, focus on the little things, make sure uh, we're in the right gap. we got to make sure we cover to the end of the play, uh, good eyes. We just got to really just, like I said, just focus on the little things. I think it's the little things that's, that's three-point losses, seven-point losses, you know what I mean? So... It's it's all one play. Somebody has to make that play. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Trajan Cotton, a junior defensive back for the University of Montana, joins us for our Grizz Star of the Week. It's presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Uh, Trajan, how about you? You've been here uh, in Missoula for a couple of years. Uh, I know we haven't caught up with you in a little while. So um, what's been going on? I mean, how, how have you liked acclimating? What have you thought of your, your experience so far uh, as a Grizz, but also just living in Missoula? Uh, I mean, it's been great. I've been here since spring 2020. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at home now. Uh, it's been good. School's been good as well. I graduated last spring with my undergrad in public health. I'm a grad next spring in uh, my master's in public administration. And then I still have that fall season left, so I'll probably just work on a certificate. So school's been going really well for me, and um, football's been going well, too. I mean, Missoula's home. You know, I love Missoula. I love the scenery. I love how slow it is compared to a city like Sacramento, California. Um, it has everything you need. We can focus on football. Good enough food to, to survive, you know. So uh, it's been a good experience so far. No doubt. Trajan's a, uh, a academic all-big sky guy, and I think that's one of the, the interesting parts of this last couple of years, right, is, is guys have gotten some extended eligibility. Yourself, you got a little bit of extended eligibility because of the injuries from your past as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it gives you this opportunity to be in school for a long time. But if you, if you maximize it, you're talking about walking out the door with master's degrees, you know, a couple different uh, <laughs> things. I mean, Marcus Wellnell's getting two master's, right? I mean, you guys are going to be yeah. highly educated as a team. But, I mean, why is that important to you? That seems like a great opportunity if you are able to take advantage of it. Yeah, I think you just said it, opportunities, man. It's just going to open so many doors for us. Just getting a degree from the University of Montana, even a graduate degree from the University of Montana, it's, it's a blessing for sure, and it just opens the door for multiple opportunities for us. When you talk about uh, public health, public administration, do you have any idea what you might want to put that towards uh, uh, you know, in the future? Uh, I, I really don't, um, because it's just so many different fields. Public health is such a general kind of topic. I could go into government. I could go into nonprofits. Um kind of at the management level and just kind of supervising things like that. Um, it's just such a vague degree. It is so many, it's so many jobs out there for public health right now. Trajan Cotton joining us here on our Grizz Star of the Week presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. I was talking about this game on Saturday, then Cal Poly coming to town. 
Uh, so Mustangs, uh, coached by Bo Baldwin. He's been around the league for a long time. He's always had a great reputation for throwing the ball all over the place. Looks like they got a pretty solid quarterback, and they definitely have at least one go-to receiver that's put up huge numbers. Uh, what, what has it been like so far preparing for the Mustangs? What do you think of uh, the challenge on Saturday? Yeah, I think they're a great team. I think they're, they're I mean, they're, they're in a building phase, of course, but they're, they still compete. They compete hard. They play hard, especially on special teams and on offense. Their scheme is wild. They, they throw the ball a lot, so uh, we're activated. You know, the DBs are activated this week. It's going to be a great week for us, I think. Um, and I, I just think they're, they're a great team, and it, it's going to be uh, another challenge, and I'm ready for it. How have you thought of just the way your role has sort of emerged there in the defensive backfield? Because I know that there's a lot of moving parts there, but it seems like you've really settled in. So how have things uh, improved for you? I mean, what's what's going right for you? What do you think of your role in the scheme? Um, I think I'm I'm just kind of a guy that kind of bring, brings everything together. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of being at that kind of nickel spot, that safety slash corner slash you kind of got to be backer sometimes in, in certain defenses you know I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm talking to everybody you know I'm talking to Marcus on when, when I'm when I got to be that backer uh when I'm covering well and all that I'm talking to the corners communicating with them seeing what technique they're using so I could implement them in, in the slot or in the slot guys and you know safety me and Rob that's, that's my dog right there so I mean I, I feel like I'm kind of I'm just I'm I'm bringing everything together, and and I think it's just a blessing. I, I appreciate Coach Howe, Coach Bear, Coach Cooper for the opportunity, you know, um, to to kind of come on as kind of one of the leaders on the defense, and uh, I think it's definitely a blessing. Nuanas now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Trajan Cotton joining us here uh, on our Grizz Star of the Week. How about your quarterback? I know Lucas Johnson's been out the last couple of games, but it seemed like he's been a real shot in the arm for you guys. So, um, as a defense, how much faith do you have in him? What's it been like watching him emerge? Yeah, we got 100% faith in Lucas. And Lucas and Chris. Uh, this team, we're, we're going to go as far as our, our, our quarterback go and as our defense goes. Uh, we have full confidence in everybody on our team. Everybody just needs to do their job. They're 111th. That's what we talk about. Everybody just do their 111th, and we know we'll be successful on Saturdays. But, yeah, Lucas is my guy, Chris Brown. That's my guy also. You know, uh, we have full confidence in either one of those guys. Well, last thing for you, then, with, with Cal Poly here uh, on the horizon, uh, what are the keys for you guys on Saturday night? What's it going to take for Montana to get back on the winning side of this thing? Uh, stop the run. No explosives. Good eyes. And we just gotta we just got to take it to them. We just got to be the Montana Grizzlies. Uh, we know we're the Montana Grizzlies, and they're not. So we just got to stand on that. Trajan Cotton, you're welcome back anytime, man. Thanks for being here, and uh, best of luck on Saturday. Thank you very much. That guy's man. Love that guy. Smooth talker. Smart dude, too, right? I mean, this is the thing, man. You know, these guys, they, they might win a bunch of games or lose a bunch of games or whatever, but when you're talking about you coming to Missoula and you get to play football and you're going to leave with an undergrad, a graduate degree, and maybe even some sort of additional certificate or even on your way to a Ph.D., that's what it's supposed to be all about, man. That That's pretty impressive, and uh, appreciate Trajan Cobb for taking some time out of his busy schedule to join us for our Grizz Star of the Week. There's new fall styles at Bob Ward's from the North Face. They're in stock at their store over there, at their headquarters over there on Paxson, right behind Southgate Mall. You can also visit their North End Zone store at Washington Grizzly Stadium. 
Come check out the North Face supplies while they last. Bob Boards has Missoula's best selection of gear. You can shop in person or online at bobwards.com. What's going on the rest of the week? We'll get you all set up. Keep it right here. No one is now ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Welcome back. Nuwana's Now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the ESPN MT studio. If you missed anything in today's show, fun show, pretty standard Wednesday lineup. Got the Wednesdays pretty much locked in. Sam Herter, Hero Sports, joined us off the top to talk around the FCS on a national level. Heard from Caliano Riley, Montana State senior inside linebacker, as our uh, part of our Montana State minute. We also Heard from Mike Anderson, head coach of the uh, Grizz hockey team. Heard from Bo Baldwin, the head coach of Cal Poly, as they make their way to Missoula. And we heard from Trajan Cotton, junior defensive back from the Grizz football team. All that on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Speaking of the Grizz, you want to go to the game on Saturday night? It's a 6 p.m. kick. Cal Poly in town. Call us right now. We got two tickets for you. Saturday night's Grizz game under the Washington Grizzly Stadium lights, 6 p.m. against Cal Poly, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029, car number three. We got two tickets for you to Saturday night's Grizz game, 406-888-1029. Tomorrow, we have a lot of high school coverage for you. The high school football playoffs roll on. We'll have our Garden City Spotlight featuring the last two high schools from the Garden City, Missoula, that is. They remain playing. Uh, We'll hear from Dane Oliver, Missoula Sentinel, as well as Todd Hughes, Missoula Loyola. We also hear from Carolyn, she doesn't know sports. And uh, we'll have plenty more of uh, fun things to talk about. Oh, excuse me. I'm looking at Thursday's show. I'm r- ripping off Friday's lineup. We're not even giving you the right lineup. How vood. Uh, we have a fun show tomorrow, though, as well. Chris Ball, Northern Arizona. Bobby Alk, Montana. Brooks Duana, Skyline Sports. Gage Slider, Kalispell Glacier. And we have a couple members of the uh, recently anointed state champion, Hellgate Soccer Team, in studio as well. Now you know what's coming on Friday as well. I'm like sitting here looking at my computer. I'm like, why does this sound like Friday's slate? I was fast-forwarding through the rest of the week. Maybe you're doing that as well. Uh, you can all commiserate. Now, Chris Ball, Bobby Houck, Brooks Nuanas, Gage Slider, and some Hellgate soccer action tomorrow on Nuanas Now. We'll see you at 4 p.m. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful Wednesday evening. It's ESPN Radio.
It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.